from our studios here at the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York. This is our own Turf Wars podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outlay. Broadcasting from Long Island, and of course, in the heart of the Great South Bay, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast, powered by the Home Turf Radio Network. I'm Matthew Holly, I'm your host. Here we are, J- July 1st, 2022. Man, we, of course, NBA Free Agency is here. Nick's got, Nick's got a couple of new, two couple of new faces in the but more deals need, but there's not probably not done shopping for a bit. But right now, it comes with this here. But this is not what I'm going to talk about here. This is what I'm about to say. This came earlier to, to my attention earlier this earlier this afternoon. Earlier this afternoon, I didn't get a chance to catch a do this podcast until right now. Normally, it's like I'm like it's like eight, eight o'clock here while I'm doing this. People's like, why are you doing this at eight o'clock in the eight o'clock at night? Well, maybe it's because I I'm probably busy for most of the day, and of course, I like to I like to live a normal life, of course. But here's the thing about this: I guess the um, YouTube video from the uh, the black man, the Scott black man. Who can't stand? Who's always selling? Who's like a milk dud? Looks head looks like a friggin' milk dud. I mean, I'm, I'll say it, I'll I'll be blunt. And of course, the maggot idiots went after Rex Chapman, Rex Chapman, former NBA player. I remember him when he was with the Charlotte Hornets, the Washington Bullets, the Phoenix Suns, etc., etc. I mean. I ain't got a problem. I ain't got a problem with Rex. Rex Chapman. He he played. He played for even though he played for the University of Kentucky, which got under the, probably the guidance of Rick Pitino or something. But the dude could play. The dude could play. He's no. There's been no racist ever. He's no racist. There's not a racist bone in him. And all of a sudden, these tweets make him sound like it. And I know there are a lot of people listening to this podcast. So, how come you? How come you are get against them? Against these guys? These? I'm not, this, I am not gonna. Well, answer. I don't even know. Of course, if you watch the idiotic video, it said Rex Chapman is getting demolished. I'm like, for racist tweets about Clarence Thomas and interracial marriage. I came from an inter. I came from an interracial marriage. It doesn't. This one. What is that bother? How, how does this bother me? In fact, here's what Rex said. Here's what Rex said on the t- said on Twitter. Um, that and this is from the uh, lousiest, the uh, Rebecca Mayer, the Rebecca Mercer owned Breitbart. <laughs> you'll never. God, you'll. Ne- I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry if I read it. Read Breitbart. No, but this is for a source right here. Of course, it says that in, in tweets. I'm not going to read the all of color article. Um, I'm going to read the tweets right here. It says the time Justice Chapman said the time Justice Clarence Thomas attended the graduated graduation event of Christendom College students along with the late Justice Antonine Scalia's son in 2018. Of course, no, not another color person, another person of color in the picture. Okay. You also make, of course, 
I think the thing I think most funny about this is that these white kids and their parents are being are viewed as an entry to black America. Clarence Simon and he said Clarence Simon would not would last 20, 30 seconds in an NBA locker room. And of course, why have you never seen Clarence Thomas in an NBA game as in ever? Chief Justice is uh, a Supreme Court Justice. I mean, give me a break. And here come, and here comes the... Comes the MAGA morons on Twitter. I mean, I mean... Give me, I mean, come on. Here, the, here comes, here comes the bomb, here comes the vomit, here comes the vomit, okay? I mean, I'll read plenty. They say this, so it's like, I now understand why you steal everyone else's content. Because when you post your own, it's racist and awful. Oh my god, this is from Dan O'Donnell. Uh, somebody, I mean, bleep, oh my god. Please, God help me before I start choking this son of a out, I can't really want to cross that line right now. Another idiot, Dan McLaughlin. Because he's 74 years old, he quote tweeted him and says, He lasts longer than you, than you last in a Supreme Court argument. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Really, this is an idiotic... Hide the liquor, folks. And meanwhile... And Mark Cernovich... Mark Cernovich... The fucking... The fucking, cl the fucking clown. I mean... I mean, everybody, the, the, the clown nobody likes this is. I don't know what this means, but it seems, but seems racist. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 uh fucking, this sounds, he sounds like a fucking clown right now. The fucking, uh, sort of it's just a fucking clown. And another, and, uh, and here comes an, and another clown, Scott Jennings, Scott Jennings. What I, if you don't. Rex Chapman casually Dean dreaming about a black Supreme Court justice being murdered in an NBA locker room. Like, really? It's not, uh, that's, that's really con out of context or something like that? And of course, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. I mean, uh, why did he, why is he said like this? CNN's Rex Chapman had a repulsive outburst over racism last night. First, he suggested Clarence Thomas isn't really black because he doesn't go to NBA games. Then he depicted Thomas as a race traitor for being an inter interracial marriage. I mean, oh, well, wait, what? I mean, does he earn a chance to elaborate? Earn a chance to elaborate on that and stuff? So because that's kind of like a, that's pretty much pathetic, if you ask me. Um, when Greenwald, Greenwald, I mean. That that's right there, and then there, and then there's the fat fuck. That's right, the fat fuck. Jason Whitlock went on Twitter there, and of course, fat ass says, "Jesus, curse the demons that inflicted Rick Chapman and all of us. Let's see, let us all see, we are made in your image." Amen. Rex, I'd love to pray with you and talk about the things that brings us together. I've tweeted so many stupid things. Well, love. Gosh, what a... He sounds like a dumbass. And David... David Rutz, hide the liquor, folks. This idiot. XCNN head coach. XCNN plus host Rex Chapman says Clarence Thomas does the bidding of Mitch McConnell. Says Kentucky AG Daniel Cameron is next to succeed him. And then share these screenshots of them and their... It's, it's so much idiocracy.
this is pathetic. And this is kind of pathetic. I mean, come the, here's a phrase. Come the phrase. Come the fuck on. Is this insane? I mean, is it really taken out of context here? Is he really know that it take context? Rick Chapman also said, went on Twitter, been dealing with racists a lot, a lot of years now. I welcome their hatred. Sounds to me, that's the guy that want me over. Meanwhile, a lot of people defended um, Chapman after uh, after all these maggot idiots went on Twitter, says Chip, such as Chip Franklin says, "We have your back, Rex, Cha Rex Chapman." And then Rex Chapman, and then there, and then there's this tweet. Who knew Rex, Cha Rex Chapman would be trending because racists are upset? He called out the racism. I love that MAGA is calling Rex Chapman a racist because he said Clarence Thomas isn't black. When a black man wants to kill interracial marriage, he turns in his black card. Facts, of course. I'm, a, I'm like, that's the one I'm not. And of course, that's true. And of course, the spewing of racism. I mean, even Tony Bosnanski said, Rackman is one of my favorite people on here. He isn't afraid to say what others think, and he has overcome addiction and works to help others. I see he is trending, and I know it's because the right can't handle the truth. Keep being you, Rex Chapman. At Rex. I personally agree with that. I'm like, I'm not, I don't say that. I don't go on saying, I don't say, I don't talk about racism on podcasts. I don't. But when I call somebody out on racism and their bigotry and their bullshit advertise, it's because I tell I tell it like it is. What that when I think that when I think that someone who is black talks like a talks like a white man. Then you know, then you know, I'm, uh, you know, I call, I mean, I could say you're a sellout. You say you're a sellout because you're, you're not for, you're not for us. You're for the MAGA clowns and the MAGA idiots that ruin people's lives on a daily basis. The MAGA fucking trolls. Maybe, maybe the, maybe we, maybe we can, maybe we can, uh, Start saying that, yeah, you're, you're, it's all you, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. And all y'all are bitch asses. I'm on, if I'm more raw and honest, if I'm more raw and honest, then so be it. That's who I am. That's what I care. That's what I've been, that's what I've been since day one. To the Rex Chapman, don't, n never mind those assholes. The fucking, the fucking MAGA idiots with the head up their asses or the head up Donald Trump's ass, so, okay? You're keep being you. I, and me, I'll keep being me. They come at me, I come back at them, I come back at them. And they, don't, and they ain't gonna like what I say. Because I'm, um, because I ain't, because I ain't about being humble. I'm about I'm about I'm about the truth. Nothing more, nothing less. Of course, free agency. We're gonna talk next free agency in the next segment. 
Right after a word from our sponsor, this is Home Turf Sports on the Home Turf Radio Network. Check us out on Twitter at Home Turf Radio, as well as our other, as well as our other social media platform that has Home Turf Radio in them. Follow us, follow us, and check us out today. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac T-shirts, Long Island Toss T-shirts, Island Tribe T-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. This is the best button shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at, next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out. And check them out today. Long you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln, but um, but Long Island has the Mac. Here we are in the midst of free agency, where some NBA players are looking to get paid for being on it their own team or another team. I mean, let's face it. Love us, the Knicks have been, love it or hate it. The New York Knicks have locked up a point guard. I'm not just any, I'm not just any point, I'm not just saying any point guard. I'm talking about the signing of Jalen Brunson. And yet, everybody on on every paper, every paper man, whether it's Bleach Report or CBS, or what have you, they got a shit. They got a shit on this team right now. And make no mistake about it, the Knicks needed a point guard and badly. And here, and look no further. Um, an excerpt from. Andy Bailey from Andy Bailey and Bleach Report said the biggest team changing deal of the day was likely the New York Knicks addition of Jalen Brunson. A move they'd clearly been eyeing since before the draft. Trading this year's first away and subsequently unloading Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel into the Detroit Pistons cat space gave New York the room to add Brunson. And on Thursday it pounced. Of course, in this market, the an average salary of twenty-six million for a starting point guard actually isn't too bad. And in in a different context, like that of the Dallas Mavericks, for example, he'd be fine for Brunson. But in this concept, context, he says, "How far is the core of Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Julius Randle get you? Going to get you?" After weeks of cat gymnastics to create a spot for him, how confident can New York be that Brunson will even make an all-star team? Like, what? People were like, he had a strong playoff run, but New York appears to be turning the franchise over to someone who just posted career highs for points and assists, but real, that really don't leap off the screen, at least until Barrett is ready to take that wheel. Of course, New York is likely banking on Brunson 
being closer to the player he was when Luka wasn't in the game this season. In those situations, during a, including the postseason, Brunson averaged 24.9 points and 7.5 assists for 75 possessions. If those numbers carry over into this new context, the deal looks fine. As one follower pointed out, maybe there's a Kyle Lowry-like trajectory in, in play here, but it feels like an awful lot of wishful thinking and graded it a C plus. I mean, what? Come on. That. And of course, uh, Brad Blotkin of CBS Sports really let this team have it. Let this team have it. He said he said the winner was Jalen Brunson. He wrote, Brunson got paid. The Knicks reportedly gave him a four-year, $104 million deal. For a guy who was taken in the second round in 2018, this is a windfall. Good for him. He deserves it. We'll see how Brunson fares without Luka Doncic around to occupy all the defensive attention. But either way, the back is secured. Brunson is, Brunson is set for life. And the icing on the cake is that he gets to play for his sponsor, Rick Brunson, who recently accepted a coaching position with the Knicks. But he let us have, let the team have it. He called us, he called them a loser. He said, listen, good for Brunson, but I just don't think he's a good enough player to commit this kind of money, money to for the next four years from where I'm sitting, unless the Knicks, who gave $6 million to Mitchell Robinson, who just who signed, who signed it anyway, he's got signed it and signed anyway, signed a new deal, somehow managed to swing the trade for a star player that they have been striking out on for about the last decade. They pretty much signed themselves up for mediocrity. It's simply too much to have $164 million tied up in Jalen Brunson and Mitchell Robinson. Okay, oh my god. Brunson, who immediately becomes New York's best player, yes, he's better than R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, cannot in reality suffice as anything more than, than the third best player on a true championship contending team. The Knicks also assigned Isaiah Hardenstein at $16 million at two for over two years, which is fine. He'll be a nice backup center, but nothing that moves the needle. At the end of the day, to go out and move all the pieces the Knicks moved to clear the space, they did end up with a non-all-star as a prize $104 million signing. That's a loss. I mean, like I said, on like I said on Facebook, do needs a new hobby. Like I said, I, like I said on Facebook, to say that the next reach for Jalen Brunson is an understatement. But for CBS Sports to call this franchise the big loser in free agency is a bit of a swing and a miss. Because locking up Brunson and Hardelstein, as well as Mitch resigning Mitch, is pretty much Leon Rose moves type moves, in my opinion. That is. That is where most people will have their opinions on them. Of course, one said, one said CBS ain't shit. That's, that's what it said here. They gave the Knicks a D plus for drafting IQ as an Emmanuel quickly. And at the end of the year, they were getting clowned heavy. And of course, another, another one says, The issue I have with him is he is not a freak athlete. He is a very skilled athlete. How much better is he going to get over the life of his contract? Athleticism can cover a variety of bad areas in your game till you improve on those skills. Brunson definitely raises the floor of the club, but I don't see him raising the ceiling as much. I personally have to personally look at that. 
because he will keep us in games and hopefully won't let us drop so many 20-point leads. That gets us back in the playoffs. That is where he needs to shine by controlling the game and getting us in winning situations. I think the article is making one thing clear. We moved and shuffled around our team to clear $30 million in cap space, have a ton of extra first-round picks, and have two players like Randall and Fo- Julius Randle and Evan Fournier that could event- individually be used in a trade for a player making $50 million plus. We could have had serious negotiations for Mitchell or another all-star that might be on the way out. To instantly sign Brunson, even though that was the plan, could look like a waste of an opportunity that to truly land an all-star, the open cap space, extra picks to use, and decent players to use in a trade doesn't happen often and we, have, and we never even look. Of course, I think of the way you have to build them, build a very young core. This brings back memories of, I mean, look back, if I look back, next to have an all-star, to, unless of course you look back in the 19, back in the post- championship years when, uh, well, maybe when, uh, when, of course, well, Frazier was in Cleveland and we were so, and most of the players were probably mediocre at the time of the 80s under under the second run of Red Holtzman. Of course, I see the slow rise, and this continues, I see the slow rise approach we are taking. If they see RJ as a man of the future and an all sort of build around, then we have time. RJ just turned 22. At the end of Brunson's deal, RJ is still only 26 and hopefully in full beast mode. The only, the only players on this team that matter is if that is the case are those under the age of 25, like Brunson. And there's a lot of tweet and, 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 and comment like this. Sometimes I wonder whether these sports journalists are more interested in criticizing or second-guessing what the Knicks do than actually understanding what might have taken place. None of these yellow journalists know exactly what this Knicks press was trying to do. They can only speculate, especially, especially given the fact that this organization has been quite secluded and secretive of what it does or has been trying to do. I understand why, this commenter said, given the amount of scrutiny this team gets from journalists who cover small market teams. We do not know whether the Knicks tried to unload both Randall and Fournier. One rumor was that the Knicks were engaged in talks with Boston about trading him back. Another rumor was that the Knicks were listening to people regarding trading Randall. But this does not mean that the negotiations, in, if they in fact took place, were going to wield good access. Wield good access to the Knicks rather than just entertaining a salary dump. Of course, both players are decent players that can add to winning for many franchises. So giving them up for nothing is just silly. Who did the Knicks give up? Two players. One who sat out, mo- sat out most of last season and one who one who was an important player but was expendable given the trajectory of where this team appears to want to go, which is to get younger. Of course, that is true. I mean, he, as a Knicks fan, for, as a Knicks fan since kid, Growing up in the 90s when we had Patrick Ewing and John Starks and Charles Oakley. I mean, we're trending in the right direction here. I don't care what people say about this team. The idea that the Knicks do not do things to elicit a positive reaction is either driven by A, 
Because they're saying, to say like the Knicks don't do things that elicit a positive reaction, they're saying that this move is a reach. Everyone's saying this is definitely negative about the Knicks. Isn't a hater? I mean, I mean that's like driven my hate. Those functioning like armchair GMs or those entitled fans thinking they have the answers for everything regarding this team. I sure don't. Because for a long time, people have been complaining about not having a point guard. Well, they went and got one. Now he may not be a name that that would have some that it would have some who have love, a love hate relationship with. This team star struck, but star struck, but he is an upgrade to the position. I'm sometimes I'm no fan of the pursuits of the, of the, of the pursuits of Brunson by the Knicks, and but they went and got him. But I can only hope for the best in which they play much better than he did last season, which was Soxville. I do not think the move was a reach. To be example, I think one could characterize this move as a one in line up with relationships this brass has with outside organizations. More importantly, um, Jalen Brunson is represented by Leon Rose's son. Um, Jalen Brunson's father is an assistant coach with the Knicks. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. Of course, the dad in the, of course, they have relationship one as one in line with relationships with the organization as with outside people that in that in that is bringing in players that have close ties to the franchise. I.e., Rick Brunson was a former Nick player. Leon Rose is the next president. Wonder why. More importantly, Brunson could have opted to remain in Dallas, but he chose the Knicks. He did not do what a lot of players have done in the past, which is to leverage their negotiation by using the Knicks to get more from the franchise they are negotiating with. He opted to come to the Knicks, which speaks volumes when it comes to the unknown, ver unknown versus the known fact they had he had a greater opportunity to win at Dallas. Let me say this. Tell me when was the last time a player coming off a winning competitive season opted to come to the Knicks? I mean, seriously. As per the price it took to bring him here, we all know that taxes in New York are a huge detriment for players thinking about playing in New York. We also know that Brunson is not being overpaid given the market price market price that point guards are getting. The standard this is standard market that both the NBA and the players to go players association negotiated. Personally, I would prefer the Knicks opted to slide quickly in the point guard position, but now I guess he will probably back up Brenton and, and Rose will be sparingly used and Derek Rose will be used sparingly in that role. There is nothing outside of my own wishes that I can really elicit a negative reaction. When I say, hey, look how many so-called fans get on social media. To complain about something they have no power to change. Why not look at the brighter side of things? Have some optimism. Right now, the net is the next on paper are better than last year. Because if they play with the kind of energy they played in the 2020-21 season, they will make it to the playoffs. Despite this, because this team, despite the losing season, showed they could beat just about anyone in this league. They were terrible because they played uninspired basketball. And I can say this about Isaiah Hardenstein. Stretch, he's like a stretch five. He's like a stretch four, stretch five guy. Cause I mean, I'm no expert. I'm not, I'm just one of those fans here. And we gotta. And if, and of course, if Mitch works on his post game, 
then yeah, then yeah. I can say, yeah, I can say it's a bit of a stretch, but not in this case. Knicks fans wanted a, Knicks fans wanted a, wanted a point guard so badly. But now, we're getting a younger core. Of course, Brunson, IQ, Deuce, Grimes, Barrett, Reddish, Toppin, Mitch, Rob, Arnestine, and Sims are all 25 or younger. That is a sol that's a solid core, which the Knicks can add, add to via the first the 11 first round picks and 11 second round picks they own the rights to over the next seven years. This is by Tommy Beer. And of course, Mitchell Robinson is the first Knicks draft pick to re-sign since Charlie Ward in 94. That's a good, he broke that curse. That's it. Now, we, now, we're on, now we're on to business here. It's time to get back to winning basketball. But at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's not, it's kind of legit. Not even, sometimes it's not legit. We're still in July. We're still in July. We're still July. If the if the Knicks still make deals by then, I can't even. I can't. I can actually believe in this team and get them back to the Brunswick. That's a matter of how they struck it with how they stick. The KD the KD saga. Not when we talk about that when we come back. I know your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your businesses are businesses are bland, bland. So why not give it a facelift with Li Tops? Li Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats, and of course putting up putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tots is home to some of them with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this gift make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to out. L.I. Chops, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L-I-T-O-P-E Ops. There's trouble brewing out of Brooklyn. And of course, Brooklyn's big three has become a disaster three. James Harden was traded to Philly for Ben Simmons. Kyrie is probably going out of there. Kevin Durant, out too. Of course, Rob Goldberg, Rob, Rob Goldberg of Bleach Report but that Kevin Durant has reportedly requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets, according to, according to you of all people, Sham Sharania of Stadium and the Athletic. Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports reported the Phoenix Suns are among Durant's preferred landing spots, while Jake Fisher of Bleach Report noted the Heat were also mentioned earlier in the week in league circles. ESPN's Adrian Wojnowski Added that, added that those, despite those teams being at the top of Durant's list, 
the Nets plan to move Durant where they can get the best possible deal. And of course, whatever it, what kind of deal will will become either a mess or what have you. Of course, the the set the decision comes after friend and teammate Kyrie Irving announced he would opt in to the final year of his contract with the Nets worth $37 million. Sharania noted Irving wanted to fulfill his four-year commitment to Brooklyn and Durant. Wojnowski reported Durant and Irving had no contact with the team after the, after the opt-in, and there was a sense of inevitability that Durant would ask for a trade. The superstar reportedly requested the trade directly from team Governor Joe Tsai. Per Wojnowski, Durant is signed through the 2025-26 season after agreeing to a four-year, $194 million extension. Of course, there was still uncertainty about his future this offseason while Irving was potentially looking for a new home. Wojnowski reported Irving created a list of teams and a possible sign-in trade with the Los Angeles Lakers being named as a potential destination. Durant, meanwhile, was monitoring the situation and considering options with his future. Per Sharania, the 33-year-old is apparently now ready to move on, which could create one of the biggest blockbuster trades in NBA history. Durant has a resume that includes 12 All-Star selections, four scoring titles, one MVP, two NBA titles, and two NBA Finals MVP awards. He remains an elite offensive weapon 15 years into his career, averaging 29.9 points per game last season which have tied for a second in the NBA with enough appearances to qualify. Of course, the forward added 7.4 rebounds and a career-high 6.4 assists per game in 2021-22. It would require a significant return for any team to land a rent, but a trade would legitimately shake up the landscape of the NBA going into next season. The former Texas star initially joined the Nets in 2019 alongside Irving, but the duo has not found the team's success many anticipated. In three years, the team has just one playoff series win, while this past year's squad was swept out of the first round by the Boston Celtics. Wow. Irving and Dur- Durant and Irving played only 17 games together in 2021-22 and 27 games in 2020-21. Durant missed out 2019-8-20 while, while recovering from an Achilles injury. I'll say this up front. It's kind of a mess, right? That was that mess or that's a proud ownership of Messville right now. Whoever gets them, whoever gets them, we're gonna have, we're gonna great star in the star for him. I don't think it's the next though. But when it comes right down to it, there's another guy. Pretty sick and done with sick and done with the Nets. Of course, Kyrie Irving, according to Wojnowski, likely played last game with the Nets after Kevin Durant trade rumors. This is from this is from Tyler Conway of Bleach of Bleach Report. Of course, this says the Brooklyn Nets dynasty that never was is on the brink of collapse as the NBA world deals with Kevin Durant's blockbuster trade demand. It's become apparent that Kyrie Irving is also likely headed elsewhere. Everybody's in. Everybody's in play in Brooklyn. Certainly, I think it's very likely that not only Kevin Durant but Kyrie Irving has played their last games for the Nets. That's ESPN's 
Adrian Wojnarowski said Thursday on NBA Today. Hey, of course, Wojnarowski reported Durant called Nets owner Josiah earlier Thursday to formally request a trade. The situation had been brewing between behind the scenes as Durant had cut off contact with Nets brass for weeks. And Durant's falling out with the organization has been months in the making and seemingly centers on the team's treatment of Irving, his longtime friend. Logan Murdoch of The Ringer reported Durant feels that the front office didn't grow to understand Kyrie during the past three years in Brooklyn. Of course, Irving did damage, did damage to his reputation last season by not undergoing COVID-19 vaccination, which he is free to not to do, which limited him to 29 games since he couldn't play in home games for much of the season under New York City's vaccination mandate. The situation became a distraction that undermined its effort to win a championship and played a part in James Harden's midseason request for a trade to the Philadelphia 76ers. Irving also left the team during the 2020-21 season to attend to a personal matter and played only 103 games in three seasons with Brooklyn. Of course, Wojnarowski said Durant's hope would be to continue playing with Irving. Irving, not just in Brooklyn. Just not in Brooklyn. They've wanted to play together. They wanted to continue to play together. But the sense of they don't want to do it together in Brooklyn anymore, Wojnarowski said, it would be borderline impossible for any team to cobble together the necessary salary to land both Durant and Irving. It appears that they have become so disenchanted with the franchise that they're willing to part ways with just to play elsewhere. Irving's decision to opt into his contract for the 2022-23 season Seems like a ploy to give himself better options via trade. A sign of trade would have greatly limited his number of suitors. So basically, the Nets are falling apart right now. And we're just laughing and just loving every minute of it. I mean, they did it. I mean, the Nets did it to themselves. They wanted to become this new this new star power in the East. Meanwhile, in the other side of the fence in Britain, Manhattan... The Knicks are starting to build young, young, but with the likes of R.J. Barrett and and of course Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, he, Mitch Robinson. These guys are young, young the younger younger blocks that can help shape the future of the Knicks for future for future in the future. While the while the Nets ran a ran a sprint, and they failed miserably at it. Now look what happened. They imploded. Now their biggest star on the team is Ben Simmons. And he's probably not going to be the face of the franchise. The Nets did it to themselves. Bottom line. And when you look at it from one end of one reason or another, they decided to botch it up no matter what they do. We're going to wrap this in a pretty bow right after this. Now you can listen to Home Turf Sports on your on Google Podcasts. Check us out every weekday on our, check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home, just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Turf Sports Podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out today. Do it. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Home Tour Sports. 
Glad to do this for you tonight. Back soon. We'll be back soon. So don't worry about what I'm doing. What we'll do. You always got Amazon. Check us out on t- Twitter at Home Turf Radio. Instagram, Home Turf Radio. Facebook, Home Turf Radio. And don't forget, we'll be, I'll be back real soon with a new episode. So don't feel, don't feel bad if I don't do it every now and then. Summer's here, trying to get my head together, and then bang. All in all, relax. Stay cool, everybody. I'll be back real soon. Soon. In some form or fashion. So long, everybody.